Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no! Yeah, yeah. No! Did you hear the best part though? He said he's not the only penis man. Florida man arrested for pulling gun on escort. She was touching everything in my house but my dick. <laughs> <laughs>this week's episode of slightly informed we are a podcast dedicated to news politics and everything else terrible in our culture uh i am here bringing you the episode my name is nick here with the regulars john and mclean and unfortunately it's the same three hosts again sorry to disappoint folks actually right, we'll yes. have a guest star yeah yeah no worries we'll we'll, we'll bring you some variety we're shooting at some point. to make the first one tom hanks and it's been a little more difficult <laughs> than we planned the 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 red tape is is unbelievable you can't just text a guy like that that's it's ridiculous res- it's res- he's a little bummed out about his latest or his, <laughs> that movie he made mr rogers neighborhood wrong guy <laughs> <laughs> well this week we have <laughs> this it's week we have a bit time. of a, we have a bit of a different episode for you we are uh bringing you our first movie review yeah culture review here we have a movie to talk about uh as well as just a general leading on pop culture we're gonna have our second endowment of the slightly Improvised. Improvised. I think we should just be honest with the people, too, that this is a filler episode we're pre-recording for a week. We don't want to record the show, so... <laughs> for, for posterity, yeah, this for was my... recorded on March 1st. You yeah. will be listening to this probably sometime at the end of March. Yeah, March or at some point we just didn't want to record a show that week. So, so yeah. we, we decided like to upload February this one. Fifth. You know, but though, we're putting this in the Disney vault, and a lot yeah. of times you don't get to see what's in the Disney vault. We're, so. we're more generous than yeah. that. So this will come out of the vault at some point. So yeah. We've got a movie review. We've got another in- installment of slightly. Um, wow, I lost it again. Slightly. Uh, Take a guess, Nick. I'm gonna let you die on this my hill. My brain is. <laughs> I'm gonna let, let Nick die on this hill. <laughs> Take a guess. What's it called? Slightly improvised. There you go. I made it. My brain. <laughs> my brain was missing the uh, the gears a couple times yeah. there. You can hear. You can smell right. the the, the, <laughs> the like burnt burning engine uh, sound there. there isn't but a burning engine, John. Uh, you haven't driven my Tesla, guy. <laughs> Your Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you don't know shit about modern engines. Yeah, my uh, Tesla lawnmower actually starts to smell like burnt rubber pretty quickly. True. Um, but yeah, after we do our movie review, we have uh, <laughs> a few stories, like always. <laughs> As well as a uh, second installment of our game. But first. But I've, first. I've got something to read to you folks. Uh, just, a, just a bit of uh, non-political news. We're going to stay out of the politics this episode. Nothing, nothing but fun and good vibes here. So with these good vibes, I'm going to read this story. Woman with bullet in her head given Band-Aid released from hospital. Whoa. Yeah. Where was this This at? was in good. Japan. Um, <laughs> that fucking sucks, bud. Oh, wait. No, it's there was a similar story that led me to this one. I guess this one was in America. Not surprised. I was just going to say, that it, sounds like American please, healthcare. No, please, no. please, please tell me this was in Florida. This was in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> a no, Miami but... woman counted herself lucky after doctors told her she had suffered a graze wound in a shooting. Only later she discovered she had been walking around with a bullet lodged in her head. 
Shakina Jefferson, 42, and her wife, Jeanette Medley, were heading to the grocery store with bullet, when bullets started to fly outside their home. Suffering a head wound, Jefferson was taken to the hospital. She claims the doctor applied some Band-Aids and sent her home with antibiotics. Guys, this is something that scares me about the medical field. It's just like you could go to three different doctors and get three different answers to the same problem. <laughs> like, I'm kind of hopeful for the day and AI is like, this is the answer. I'm right. I've looked at there eight billion cases. There is a bullet in your head. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> surgery. I was going to say, like, I've, I've heard of this a lot with, like, oh, you have stage one, you know, cancer, or you have a non-malignant tumor, exactly. or you don't have anything. Exactly. And, like, that's only. Bad gas. But whether or not you have a piece of metal shrapnel in yeah. your fucking skull, like, you think they would do, like, That's, an x-ray? Like, yeah, 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 just one bone density scan. Yeah. Just one x-ray, like, yeah. But that is wild to me about the medical field, is, like, every doctor thinks they're a really good doctor, and someone's got to be the bad doctor. Th- th- there's not a 100% <laughs> Statistically, they're not all in the top rate. 10%. Yeah, yeah, like, there has to be someone. Yeah. Dr. Nick from yeah, The exactly. Simpsons. Yeah. Or, like, that old joke where it's like, what do you call a doctor who graduated at the bottom of his class? Doctor. <laughs> you know Uh, but i think that's it for our uh little brief intro segment there we are gonna dive into our review hey john yes what was the name of the movie you brought to us this week i think it was called the art of self-defense starring uh that guy jesse eisenberg michael uh, sarah yeah michael sarah's uh (laughs) second stage of his pokemon evolution yeah i think it's michael sarah Jesse Eisenberg, Andy Samberg. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I think I've seen that one before. But yeah, it was a really good movie. It, the movie achieved what uh, what I think Fight Club was trying to do, which is like show like the absolute insane side of like masculine culture. But Fight Club came out and it was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll be Tyler Durden. That's fucking dope as hell, dog. Yeah, <laughs> so everyone it wasn't knows the quite guy ridiculous who enough. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't quite ridiculous enough. But this movie punched a little further than that so um okay maybe, and i think some might say maybe even with one finger <laughs> or punched with your foot yeah um <laughs> kick, kick with your hands yeah i kick think before we go any further we have to say spoiler warning i think yes, the movie came out like be in six the, years ago but we'll, we'll put this in the description spoiler you should alert definitely watch it though it's yeah so it's hulu. called an art of self-defense we watched it on hulu like a week ago and if you want to watch the movie before we talk about it, feel free. Pause here. Yeah. Skip to a point. I'll probably put it in the description with a time where we'll stop talking about the 29 movie. 29 minutes, 30 27 seconds. 27 minutes, guess. 15 Boom. seconds. I'm going to say 28, 45. Right, so, so we've got a range. We'll see who wins. Yeah. Um, but Zero. <laughs> Four minutes. So, uh, so this movie, uh, it starts you out in a... A bit of a dark place. It shows Jesse Eisenberg alone. Michael Sarah. Uh, Michael Sarah. Uh, Michael Eisenberg alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he is. Uh, he is a lone beta cuck. Yes. Just with a small the dog. Most, the most beta energy you can possibly imagine they've crammed into this person. Oh, sweet little, like, what is it? Uh, what kind of dog was that? It's a dachshund. Dachshund. It's a, it's a yeah. German dog. <laughs> He's in oh, great. Germany. German Shepherd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, dachshund, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically the, the storyline behind this is that Jesse Eisenberg's character is weak and not in control of his life. He's studying French, and here's a French couple in the intro clip basically just destroying him, like making trying to create, him, making yeah. fun of him, making like a fake life story that's just like blowing him out, like just yeah. destroying his entire existence. Uh, he, he goes home. 
it's dark out. He's afraid to walk to the store to get food for his dog. Like, as much of a cuck energy as you can get yeah. and just kind of, like... They overplay it for, like, the babe. Yeah, yeah, like it, yeah It works exactly. out really like, well because he starts off this way. He goes to the store and he gets mugged on his way home. Mm-hmm. And then he becomes even more scared of the world, which, like, would happen to a character like this. Of, yeah. Like, you're they're in... already scared of the world. They already feel like they don't have power. And then they get shown they really don't have power mm-hmm. and things can be done to them without their permission. Yeah, and, and he basically uh, was just walking and and hears some people on a motorcycle come up and ask, hey, do you have a gun? Yeah. And he said, what? And they just drive off. Yeah. That means no. Uh, and then, yeah, just showed up and uh, beat the absolute shit out of him. Yeah. Beat him good. And he... I also love like, the next the next part of this movie, he does go to try to buy a gun. And, like, the like they go into, like, some real statistics about gun ownership. Yeah, where they're, they're like, like, hey, just so, just you, so know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're 600% more likely to die of a gun but now that you own one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just so you know, like, it's way more likely that an attacker takes your gun and kills you than you successfully kill an attacker. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like the chance of suicide now that you own a gun is up, like, 70%, <laughs> just as a heads up. <laughs> so it's like the gun shop owner telling him all this stuff, but then also trying to encourage him to buy a gun. It's like the weird, like, it's a weird conference, like, uh, bringing together of the culture of, like, the masculine gun energy of, like, fuck yeah, yeah gun. Yeah. You could you could defend yourself, you could kill people, but also Try looking at, like... With a gun. Yeah, but then <laughs> also looking at the statistics. Uh, I forgot, doesn't he bring up, like, knives, too, somehow, where he's, like... I think it was the second time he came back. Oh, the second time yeah, he called him, yeah. Yeah, or when, yeah. He went, when he showed up for the... Uh, oh, no, yeah, it was a call. It yeah, was it a was phone a call. call. Yeah, he yeah. called him. And was like, hey, I actually uh, don't think I'll be needing that gun. And he's like, really? I hope you didn't buy a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, uh, a knife uh, will get you killed when going up against a gun. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. he's like, no, I didn't buy a knife. And he's like, well... In the meantime, between now and then, I hope you don't get attacked by someone with a gun. Yeah. yeah. Or even a knife. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, so he gets put on the... So he wants to buy this gun, walk out with it immediately. He asks for, like, a shopping bag for his gun so he doesn't have to just, like, carry a gun outside. And the guy, like, kills his vibe and says there's a three-day waiting period. And in that three days, he walks past a karate studio. Dun, dun, dun. And that's where he's yeah. to learn the art of self-defense. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sick moves and, uh, you know, discipline. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> one of my favorite bits of the movie was uh, the, the karate instructors talking about, like, their the guy who founded their order and, like, like their sensei or whatever. And he was like, yeah, he was tr- killed tragically in a hiking accident by, with, a, <laughs> by, with a gun. Yeah, <laughs> by a hunter trying to, like, misidentifying him as a turkey or something. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, Guns are messy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It was, it's a wild movie. It's And it's – so when I I, sh- I watched it uh, by myself first, um, and then I had to show it to these guys because it was such a great movie. So the next time we were all together, we watched it. But they didn't seem interested in the first, like, 20 minutes because it starts on such a slow build that you're like, what the fuck is this movie even about? What What's yeah. going on? And then it it's progressively this... becomes, like, almost like a psychological thriller mm-hmm. where, like, the, the sensei of their gym has more and more influence and control in his life. And Jesse Eisenberg is essentially become... Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesse Sarah. Jesse Sarah is becoming, like, the karate guy. Who has that energy of like, yeah, I can fuck anyone up, but karate's my existence, man. Mm-hmm. Karate's my personality. Like, this is my shit. So in this movie, after he's joined this class, he's he's just started, uh, and his like 
energy and his anger that he's kind of finally found a way to channel and bring out some masculinity in him is like yeah. catching the eye of this instructor. Now, this instructor, you know from like scene one that you see him, this is an absolutely insane person. He's a creeper. He's insane. Crazy. Like he he talks about his um what he's what his plans for the next day by doing karate yeah. moves with each word as yeah. if that's like some kind it's of like when like, you're a baby you couldn't learn to speak. And now you're learning karate like you were a baby. And you can eventually <laughs> speak with your moves. <laughs> Ask me a question. Yeah. He's like, well, what are your plans for this weekend? I will be going, going to the Blockbuster yeah. to, to rent a movie yeah. and watch yeah. in my home. And, and, and basically the entire time he's just throwing random karate moves in there. Yeah. Um, and, and you get this vibe from the first scene um, where he's actually taking the class. No, the first scene. The first scene was with the chick who's. De- it's like the karate the class kids for kids. Class, kid, yeah, yeah. And she's demonstrating a chokehold on a kid, and <laughs> you think like, oh, she's gonna show how to choke someone, right? Mm-hmm. But she puts the kid in a chokehold and chokes him like to sleep. To sleep like, <laughs> yeah. Tap or nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. While this is happening, the parents are just sitting on a back wall, like just, just natural. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tuned out. That's, I think, the first scene in the movie where you realize, like, this is going somewhere. When she just fucking chokes a kid to sleep. Then you're like, huh, a a normal movie rag karate would not have a scene like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. See, that's shit in the karate kid. Now, now this movie starts ramping up after this. Um, You you start seeing more and more classes. He's getting better at it. He's feeling feeling some confidence. Moving up in the belts. He he gets his yellow belt, which Mm -hmm. is the first belt after white. Um, and he, he runs into this person, uh, who, who opens the, his car door into his car and just yeah. leaves a dent and just walks past him. And he, and he tries to like st- stand up for yeah. himself for the first time in his life and try and stop him. And he says something, he gets scared. He says, I know karate. Yeah. He like makes him flinch. Yeah. He drops all of his, all of his groceries. He's like, yeah, your arms are hand. full. Yeah. I would hit you three times before you yeah. could even drop him and get your hands up to block me. And that's when he cries all his way home. Yeah, yeah, he cries in he the car. He realizes that, like, he did, he thought he was badass yeah, and yeah, badass, like, and he's just not at all. He's like, I'm a yellow belt. Yeah. Um, and, and what gets even better after that is um, the direction that they go with him starting to, like... Uh, Listen to different music. Yeah, yeah. But well, okay, so they he, also foreshadow day class and night class. Where, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, literally the basic trope of, like, the daytime is, like, happy and healthy and safe. Yeah. And yeah. nighttime's, like, scary and dark and bad things happen. Yep. So they start to foreshadow, like, there is a night class for karate, but you probably shouldn't take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. His, not, his little friend ready. there, he's yeah. like, he's like yeah. actually, like you seem more like best. a day class kind of person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, that's one of the most brutal moments is the character who tells him that it's a, that it's a day he, So when, a you day cho- when she chokes the kid out... You kind of see it turn as like, mm-hmm. oh, th- this is this is this not isn't a, what just I expected. A movie. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't what I expected. Things are gonna get weird. His first time at night class, there's a person attending who is not invited to the night class. The person who it's, told him like, hey, kinda, you should, you it's should. It's kind of buddy. Yeah, yeah. It's his first friend. Kind of nice. To he kind of told him like, hey, there's a lot of testosterone around here. People are kind of crazy. I heard I'm gonna get this upgrade today or whatever. Yeah. But he shows up because he saw him come him come to night class and he's yeah. like. Real friends would t- a real friend would tell me he w- wouldn't tell me he's a day class guy and come to night class, yeah. and then the instructor tells him to come up in front uh, to use him for a demonstration where he blows the fuck out of this guy's elbow, elbow yeah. just holds his arm and just like punches the shit out of his elbow, yeah. just busting bending his bone the out the opposite front, way, bending the bone out the front, yeah. and he says, "I can never take that blue belt away from you. You've earned it." 
so instead I've taken your arm. Yeah, and then, like, never come back. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. never see the guy again. I One thing we definitely, we've skipped over, and it was the best part of the movie that plays a really big role in the end, is um, the instructor was teaching one of his, you know, it was probably the third class, he was teaching that you need to kick with your fists. And punch with your hands. And punch with your feet. Punch with your feet. Now, I'm kind of worried. I think this is becoming more of like a spark notes version of the whole movie. So, I, I th- like, let's transition. Because I also think we kind of showed you how this movie ramps up. And I think if you're interested in the movie, you should watch it. Because we, yes. we really, even if, like, we've had some spoilers, we haven't spoiled, like, the big things. Which is, like, th- this movie takes fucking wild twists and turns towards the end. I honestly, the first time I was watching it was, like, late at night and it felt kind of like a psychological thriller to me mm-hmm. which like it starts as like a weird awkward like indie film drama and then transitions to like and somehow walks the line between like drama comedy and psychological thriller like as it gets towards the end and it was like a really weird thing for a film to take so i mean in general like i think just more of like a review like how did you guys feel about the movie like it i know was, it, it was, was rough at the beginning but like I, I, I mean, we're all sitting here, you know, there's probably eight people watching this movie, and... I think there's a vibe in the room of why is John making us watch this yeah, dumbass movie. Yeah, it was, it was kind of <laughs> like, I, you know, John was super pumped about this, let's sit down and watch it. Yeah. And it just got one twist, and then it's like, all right, fuck, are we going this way? And then it's like, nope, this way. Yeah. And it was just t- kept taking us all these different roads, and then the last 20 minutes, last 30 minutes were just all uphill like it was fucking it's crazy. wild wild yeah it takes you up you know on a super crazy roller coaster and i was the, joking the with the guys that couple scenes just drop you it, it's a it's a two-hour movie that builds to two insane punchlines <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like it, everything else is is like fun and worth it but like the the whole first half is building to one punchline mm-hmm. and then the second half builds to the second punchline and that's like the whole course of the movie and it's you, you worth it, it and awesome it, yeah it was... I, i'm going to give one last kind of note on this too so like at the towards the beginning when he's uh when the the sensei is describing the sensei before him who started yeah. the dojo um, and describing a few things he, he did. He describes that the sensei had, had created the, the rainbow belt and awarded it to himself after defeating all other uh, senseis in the valley in hand-to-hand combat, is what they say. I think... But don't, don't, don't spoil anything. I mean, every You're time getting sorry. close. You're getting close. We, we put... It's just, I know, but I, but I still think like you could listen to this part and still think the movie's worth it. And watch it. And yeah. watch the big payoffs. All right. Because I don't want to force that. that like you, guys, you guys know when watching the movie, you were like, what the fuck was that? Because it, <laughs> it doesn't even like really build to a moment. It just happens. Yeah. And then you have to think, like, I almost wanted to rewind it the first time I watched it of, like, was there something I just didn't see coming? Like, I just, like, I had yeah. no clue that that's where – I, like, had a vague, rough idea, but I had no clue that that – was gonna build to that, so I don't know, man. I, I honestly thought it was one of the best movies I've seen recently. Like that, and like Uncut Gems were two movies where I was just like, "No, fuck, so this good. is wild." Yeah, yeah, like well, and, and I think what you said at the beginning is perfect. It's it, it encapsulated in a more distilled form what Fight Club was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. pure masculinity is not the answer to these things, exactly. even though it feels good. It's fun. <laughs> it yeah. feels good for Jesse Eisenberg to become that guy and start commanding people and to get you know. 
a, a tough guy I mean, we all know, vaguely know people who are like, man, you haven't known shit until you tried Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's shit's just... wild and insane. And, uh, yeah, like, that's what this movie's trying to represent is, like, those people. And then the rest of society is like, eh, I don't know. It was definitely worth it, so. No, good watch. Uh, really ramps up. Worth the first hour of the movie being a slow build because the it payoff has, is, yeah. is so worth it. You have to slow build to something like that. It's so good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, shout out to that. Yeah. We um, speaking of shout outs, let's 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 transition it. Then we're going into shout outs. All right. I'll I'll start this off. Okay. Um, the article itself isn't something you really want to jump too much into. It's a drug bust. You know. I mean, someone got pulled over or whatever, and. Uh, they had weed in their bra. All right. <laughs> well, you know, that kind of stuff happens. You know, kind of stuff happens. The headline is what 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 makes this so great. Marijuana in bra leads to bigger bust. <laughs> you get it, bra bust. Because it's a bigger bust. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, that was pretty funny. We saw that. Oh, like, that's yeah, good. That's definitely gonna be mentioned. So I I really hope that that was intentional. It probably was. It had to be. Probably was. It, it definitely was. So, all right. Who wants to hit the next shout out? I, I should go, go. I can go next. This shout out is for Garth Brooks fans everywhere. Oh god. There's a lot of them. Garth Brooks. This uh, this last week uh, or however long ago, uh, was seen on stage in Detroit playing in the Lions Stadium, wearing a jersey that says Sanders on it, <laughs> the number twenty, Sanders. Sanders where have I, I where it. have I heard yeah. that name before? <laughs> Sanders. Sanders. Colonel. We got Bernie Sanders. We got. Oh, Barry. Barry oh. Sa- so he was wearing a Barry Sanders jersey. So, yes. <laughs> he was wearing a Barry Sanders jersey. And Wasn't it in, in Detroit? In or Detroit. Where he played for the Lions? In, ex- yeah. in the Lions stadium, wearing a Lions jersey. Like, did I, like people really thought that he custom-made a Lions jersey think, yeah. to say Sanders 2020. It's just a, like emblematic of the culture we live in where like it's way easier to just jump to anger as fast as humanly jump possible conclusions than and... like think about something for 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like it's absolutely absurd. I, I wish he was wearing a Bernie Sanders jersey instead of Barry, but you but know what? Know. Like uh But you know like at least 50% the of the people who got angry are never going to know it was a Barry Sanders yeah, jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to die thinking yeah, that yeah, that's exactly. is, is a real thing. Fucking liberals affected my country music. They got yeah. dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Oh man. Okay. I'll take the shout out. Uh my shout out goes to Washington State. Washington. Um, you guys know how I hate Nestle? Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is like a well-known fact in our group. Yes. <laughs> I hate Nestle. <laughs> yeah, I hate Nestle. They're the, one of the worst companies. Um, and one of the reasons they're one of the worst is they go into states and territories and countries and essentially just bottle up their like publicly owned water supplies mm-hmm. and then sell it back to those people, mm-hmm. which is an insane business model. Just to yeah. be like, hey, you know that water you guys had? We took it. You want to buy, buy it back? It from yeah. Us? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Washington State... Uh, they they had a new law that's banning like essentially companies from coming in and bottling their their water supply mm-hmm. essentially, and they said uh, that any use of the water for commercial production of bottled water is deemed to be detrimental to the public welfare and public interest. 
So Woo! yeah, right. I Fire. just wanted to like shout out Washington That's State awesome. for being one of the first people to like balls up and say, "Huh, it's weird. You can take our water and just try to sell it back to us." <laughs> that, that's fuck. That's a little strange Wild. to me. Uh, yeah. On, on this same thread, uh, Coca Cola was recently caught up in something in Australia where I, I think it's I think it's Queensland, uh, the, the Queensland prov- were they doing province, the same thing? where they were doing the same thing, where they had every every bit of water in their entire water table pretty yeah. much was owned by the Coca-Cola Corporation, yeah. where they extracted it during a drought, it's extracted insane. the water, they did the same thing to held California. it hostage, and sold it back to companies. I think it might have been Nestle, but they did the same thing to California when they were having their insane drought like four that's, years that's ago. Just was they already have a drought, but they were still giving private companies access just to straight like bootleg that shit and steal it from the people. Yep. It's fucking insane. It's absurd, dude. Now, back in the day, this isn't something I verified because it was way before my time, but... Uh, my mom has told me that water used to just be like free. Like it was like a public utility, like your house was connected to the water Mm -hmm. and they just gave it to you. And so one of my uncles was, uh, offered a chance to be like an early investor in like bottled water. And he was like an investor and he built businesses and he had this opportunity to invest in bottled water. And he told the guy straight up like, fuck off, dude. No one's ever going to pay for water. That's (laughs) that's insane. (laughs) You have that shit coming out your tap. You're telling me you're going to bottle it and sell it to them and they're just going to eat that shit up? That's ridiculous. (laughs) 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 So so that's like the history of how water has changed where like, in my grandpa's generation, it was just a thing that was provided to you. And, and yeah. now they're like, yeah, we'll take it from you where you would have had it for free. And then we'll just sell it back to you. Great business model. Fuck, dude. Yeah. The extraction of natural resources is, is, has gotten just to Just to sell it back point. to people. Yeah. I, like, and I even, like, I vaguely understand somewhat selling, like, things you mined or stuff like that. Because yeah. you, like, actually put effort into it. But just, like, collect things from a river and put it in a bottle and be like, hey, here's a thing. <laughs> like, Look what we did. Yeah, yeah, right? And when we could just, like, redirect it to your taps yeah, and make sure it's clean. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Yep. So that's my shout-out. Washington State, way to step up. Dude, that's hopefully a ball- other that states. is a baller move. Yeah. That is big dick energy right yeah, there. Yeah, super big dick energy. Hopefully other states follow in their path because that – that's awesome. Get fucked, Nestle. Yeah, get fucked, Nestle. Fuck you. Anyone from Nestle wants to come and fight us, do <laughs> yeah, it. Right, let's go. Um, Send okay. your biggest employee. All right, let's do it. Second half. Cool. Who's starting us off? I'll start us off. Woo! All right. <clears throat> I saw an article. I, I don't really know when they did this, but I thought it was fucking badass. Um, scientists have successfully... Cure diabetes in mice for the first time, which gives hope to millions of people worldwide. Cure? Wait, cure? No, oh, they have cured diabetes in mice. That's insane. And obviously, mice are a little different than humans, but it's the a basis step, of step, that step is step pretty the much right the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's so, I mean, so far this disease is thought to affect over 400 million people worldwide. Diabetes. And has, you know, it's been thought to be <laughs> diabetes. Incurable. Um, But researchers at the Washington University School of Science in St. Louis have proved that it is possible to cure diabetes in mice. And and it it only took them a couple weeks. You know, the research way longer, but it took a couple weeks to cure them. So That's insane. Yeah, so I'll read a quick quote. These mice have had very severe diabetes with blood sugar readings more than 500 milligrams. Um... And it, it would be fatal for a person. And they, it, they cured them within a couple weeks. Within two weeks, their blood glucose levels had returned to normal and stayed that way for many months. 
Wow. So pretty awesome. That's nuts. Yeah. That's a crazy breakthrough. Yeah. yeah. Like, so. we're, we're reaching, like, I mean, I think we're probably, like, 15 or 20 years away from any of these things That's coming what you to completion. Look at, yeah. But, like, Cuba is right, right at the edge of, of a major, I mean, they, they've already made the biggest break, breakthrough we've ever had in AIDS research. Yeah. And the probably the biggest we've made in cancer research as well. Uh, I just think it's every, like, month you hear an article like this and, like, it's it's good advancement, but I think a lot of times like newspapers oversell it to because mm-hmm. it's like good for views. Yeah. But it's still a breakthrough, and like eventually it will hit people. It's just like the timeline won't be like next week we're curing it in human beings. It'll be like ten, <laughs> fifteen years from now. Yeah. So, but that's still super cool. Cool. Well, I think we should throw this over to John. Yeah. Um, Game time. Depending on when you guys hear this, this may be a. A very popular segment, or it may have oh, died. <laughs> yeah, but basically, John has a has created a five gallon bucket full of random topics. <laughs> um, it's not full, but okay, it's got um, it's got a couple hundred, hundreds topics. of hundreds couple of hundreds, of yeah, yeah. All the presidents, hundred most influential women on who have lived and who uh, have died. Yeah, and a bunch of different topics. So. We're going to throw this one over to John. John has 10 minutes. He has to fill the entire 10 minutes. He drew the card. He had five minutes to research, and the rest is John. He's got it. He has to talk for 10 minutes. We're going to start a topic. If um, I'm not going to start it yet, but if you want to introduce which one uh, Yeah, so I drew two cards. The rule is draw two cards. You can pick between the cards, or you draw a third and final card, and you have to do it. So I picked uh, Theory of Relativity and Trojan Wars. Um, and yeah, I picked theory of relativity. So hit me on that timer, McLean. You ready? Yeah, I'm an expert in this topic now. Good. All right, you five minute expert. expert. I'm yeah. ready. Okay, let's go. Ten minutes go. Okay, guys. <laughs> Albert Einstein, right? Speaking relatively. Yeah, speaking relatively, Albert Einstein. <laughs> so have you guys ever noticed um, when you're talking to, uh, what did he say? When you're talking to a cute girl, time seems to slow down. Or what was it? (laughs) (laughs) Time dilation. Yeah, okay, okay. I think it's time dilation. So when you're talking to like an attractive female and time just seems to go super fast, and you're like, huh, that was a 10-minute conversation. That was wild. That felt like a second. And then when you touch like a really hot pan and your hand's on fire and you're like, fuck, 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 that lasted like 15 minutes, even though it was like the hot fire was like like five seconds. seconds. Yeah, Yeah, and then... Was it super hot fire? Yeah, super hot fire. Super hot fire. So that's essentially what the theory of relativity <laughs> is. <laughs> it's super hot fire. It's super hot fire. Okay, so there's a thing called space and a thing called time. Okay. And for a lot of time, people thought those were different things. Oh, Like wait. space made up the material world and everything around us, and time was just a measurement of Operating on its own. Exactly. Separately. Okay. Uh, separately. Okay. The breakthrough of the theory of relativity was that space and time are connected in space-time. Okay. So space and time are a thing. Um, the other thing I wrote down here is that light is fast. <laughs> is it? How fast? How fast How? is it? Uh, thanks for asking yeah. that, Nick. Uh, light travels at 186,000 miles per second, and it's a constant fixed speed, which is important because everything else can be judged Relativity to <laughs> the speed of light. 
<laughs> okay. This is, this is all relative. It's all relative. Yeah. No, it, there was a point that they made that there's no absolute frame of reference. So by looking at something and by judging it, you are setting the frame of reference. There's no okay. outside frame of reference to judge anything So it's by. always subjective to you. Always subjective to whatever it's related to, whatever it's relative to. Like, cars are fast relative to bunnies. Bunnies are relative fast to snails. You know, wow, this it's always compared to smart. something. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> basically <laughs> an astrophysicist. <laughs> on, guys. Come on. Okay. So the theory of relativity was essentially a combination of two theories of relativity. Mm. Special relativity, which had to do with things in the physical world, things with mass, things with weight, things like that. And general relativity, which had to do with the laws of gravity. Okay. So, the thing I've been told is that when you're next to a really massive object, and the theory of relativity helps explain things like the black holes we experience, and like magnetism, it's and like, like everyday so. black holes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the black holes that we can look at through the Hubble. Now, exactly in what way does this explain? <laughs> because near the event horizon of a black hole, time actually slows down. Oh. So, because a black hole is so massive. Do we know how, how, how much it slows down? A lot. Oh, that's some big scientific numbers. Yeah, a lot. It slows down a lot. So okay. when you're going into a black hole, if I were to like chuck one of you into a black hole, it would scary. go incredibly slow to you because you're so close to such a massive object that you would be like extended no. out. Yeah. And spaghettified is what one scientist has called it. Spaghettified. Spaghettified. Where you're that's if you go legs first, you'll get spaghettified. Yeah, if you go head first, you come. No, get... if you go like sideways in there, you'll just get like warped into like a rectangle. Elongated. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> Elongated. Yeah. So if you're next, like this has been even <laughs> tested on like a human level, where if you're next to like the pyramids of Giza, they're really heavy. So time goes slower than if you're like in a desert next to nothing that's heavy. That makes sense. Same with when you're next to a black hole, time goes slower than when you're not next to a black hole. Wait, it's all relative. So, it's so wait, 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 wait. You're saying you, you can measure time going slower? Yes, you can. Next, next to, to off uh, objects with mass. Next to very heavy objects with mass. If you have like specialized enough tools, yeah. Like I can look at my watch and be like, <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, so shit. You're saying the pyramids of Giza being next to you are large yeah. enough to slow time? Yeah. All right. Hundred percent. I have not enough information to refute this. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think about it, that is something that you've heard about black holes, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Because it's yeah. massive. So obviously it's to a smaller degree, but it's not like the rules change when you're I next to something less massive. Interstellar. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so it is like interstellar. Up. That was the next point I wanted to bring up was talking further about time dilation. Time dilates also relative to speed. So if I hopped in a train going the speed of light and made like – I wait. I traveled for a year in my time, speed of light time, to you guys. That might be like eighty years, because I'm going faster. Wait, really? Yeah, that's true. It's also in the book Ender's Game. I actually think it was true, and it was in the book Speaker for the Dead. So, but so if you're if in... I'm traveling near the speed of light, time is actually going slower for me. Have we we have not achieved light speed in any object? Right? No, this okay, is all okay, theoretical. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is all super theoretical. I think we've achieved like we've broken percentages, the sound barrier but a also times. like percentages of light speed. Also, like the the speed at which like the International Space Station travels. Like if me and you were twins and I went on the International Space Station for like a year and I was born like ten seconds before you, like you're technically now older than me. 
Do you know how long they have sound? Because you were farther away from... Because I was going, like, significantly faster than you. Because you know how, like, it's traveling at, like, 40,000 miles per hour? Like, that's not a lot compared to the speed of light. But, like, traveling any speed changes the way time travels. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's time dilation in the theory of relativity. And the theory of relativity is important when you're factoring in things like, like GPS systems and stuff like that because things aren't always where they're like where they appear to be kind of thing you have to like would assume they would yeah you have to like weigh in like the mass and the speed at which like the earth travels and things like that so it all has to do like with like very complex calculations that i have uh no way of knowing so you're saying even though it's 11 17 here and in five minutes it'll be uh 11 22 here the person who is on the International Space Station will have a different subjective experience of the next five so minutes. So that's important is, like, subjective experience. Yeah. Because, like, time, like, time, like setting a time like a clock is something we've all agreed upon, right? Yeah. But it, as far as, like, if that person is getting older or younger, faster or slower than you, like, that's the, that's the time that they are experiencing. Mm-hmm. So they're experiencing time slower than we are because they're going significantly faster than us. mm that's also the weird thing with speed of light is like light always goes the same speed no matter what. Like like say we were traveling at a thousand miles an hour and then I shot a bullet, that bullet would be going a thousand miles per hour plus the speed at which I shot the bullet, right? I actually don't think that's true. I think that's, that's not true. true. Ex- say that exact thing one more time. Okay. So you're saying you're traveling at a thousand miles an hour yeah. and you f- you're on while you're traveling that fast, you yeah. s- shoot a bullet off of that. Exactly. It's traveling. Shoot a bullet forward. It's going my- like bullet speed plus the speed I'm going. Uh, that that makes sense. I don't think that's... Because it has the momentum you're, you're already going. If you're traveling going, 60 miles plus, an hour in a car and you throw a baseball 60 miles an In hour. a vacuum. In a vacuum. Because that you're talking like wind. Like if you throw a baseball, okay. it's going to okay. go back. I would say the bullet's even the same because at 1,000 miles per hour, there's already a lot of wind resistance. But I would say... Okay, I should have said in a vacuum. Yes. In a vacuum. Okay. Taking totally out like different. wind resistance as a factor. That like could I, be. I think it's something that, like, it's I more applied that. to, like, in space. Like, in space as a vacuum without wind resistance. If you're going to... So, thousand... technically, if you were on the space sh- shuttle, you had a way you could reach out of the top of it, and you're going yeah. almost, like, we'll just say a thousand miles an hour. Let's say, like, Star up. Wars. Like, yeah. you're traveling in whatever... The Star Destroyer. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And you're traveling 100,000 miles, and you shoot a laser. Millennium that Falcon. That laser. Millennium Falcon. Star Destroyer? That's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, so head? if they shoot a torpedo, the it's going up. the speed of the Millennium falcon plus the speed of the torpedo they just shot that torpedo is now going versus if yeah. they shined a light out from the front of it it's going 186,000 miles per hour no matter what that's very important to this theory is that speed of light is fixed because if there wasn't something fixed to judge it off of you could never compare anything the fixed unit in the theory of relativity is the speed of light okay okay well all right you got one more minute all right do you guys have any questions you want to know anything about the speed of light because to me, I this, know a lot about this stuff. This seems like something that they tested on MythBusters <laughs> that actually disproves what you're saying. The theory no, of relativity. They the tested. They disproved the theory of relativity on MythBusters. It, I think it disproves what you just said about if you're traveling. Even let's take a, let's they, take away John, the let's John take, said in a vacuum. In a vacuum. They did not test that in a vacuum. I doubt it. They might have, but I doubt it. They did not. They yeah. didn't. So. But it, what they but what they were testing would not have been affected in the in the in the absolute in, insane way that, that 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 would have to be for it to be in a vacuum. I think something. It was like, also in Futurama, if you guys remember correctly. They were traveling in the Futurama mail delivery ship, and they shot Bender out while they were going really fast, and mm-hmm. that's how Bender became a god. Okay, so because they couldn't fif- catch up you have with 15 Bender. Fifteen seconds left. Summarize the theory of relativity. 
theory of relativity, everything's relative. Some things are fast that don't feel fast, and some things are slow that don't feel slow. And mass and gravity and light and space and time are all connected. All right, that's 10 minutes. I think that's good. I mean, the, the, the one thing I would have said as a way to make people understand it is if you're driving in a car, you're going 100 miles an hour, you toss a baseball in your hand straight up and straight back down, and you catch it again. Technically, that ball was also traveling at whatever speed the car was traveling. That's exactly. What That's what I was saying. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're saying. But you just so have to take goes, wind resistance because if I threw a ball up, yeah. it would go backwards mm-hmm. because the wind would push against it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. In a vacuum, exactly that. In a vacuum, yeah, you could throw it up and catch it. Well, Shout out to Einstein, baby. Yeah, way to go, Einstein. That's silly goose. Yeah, that's silly goose. And we had uh, the first, like, major, major confirmation of theory of relativity less than five years ago, I believe. Gravitational waves. Yes, thank Mm -hmm. you. Yes, Uh, gravitational waves uh, have been able to be mapped, and they have a kind of a a grid, a three-dimensional grid showing you the, the, basically the first observable proof of the theory of relativity. Cool. So fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. He was right. He was right. He was also a patent clerk. So just think about how many incredibly smart people are toiling away in meaningless jobs because they have to pay for their survival. And also Einstein described himself as a a form of socialist who thought that we needed to endow all people with the ability to achieve the the heights that he had. True. True. Shout out. And also fuck the Nazis because... He came over and helped us build an atomic bomb. Yeah. So fuck you guys. Jews are real smart. <laughs> fuck Nazis. Fuck Nazis. I think I might call this the Fuck Nazis podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, that's, cool, that's it. Shout out. Second Nick episode one. of our game. Nick's going to go next. Next time. What up? It's my turn after this. I'm right. ready. Yeah, John got fairly lucky here because we don't. Fuck know you, for dude! You got singularity. Shit. I wouldn't even have to research singularity. I could ramble about that for no, ten minutes. No, I'm not saying topic. Easy. Topic, whatever. We'll we'll leave that alone. But we don't know when we're gonna release this. Yeah. If we ever will. <laughs> the Disney Vault. So mine will be released tomorrow. Guys, we should like put this audio file on a USB and, and put it in a safe? No, like <laughs> send it to Disney and ask them if they can put this in the vault. <laughs> they don't actually have a vault. I, but I just, re- I like imagine the response from like their PR team would have to be funny. Oh yeah. Be like, hey, we recorded this. We don't want anyone to see it for now. Do you mind putting this in the vault for us? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like we couldn't just keep it on yeah. one of our computers. They'll read it and just yeah. be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but have you seen those people who like apply to be an astronaut by including like a picture of themselves doing a pull-up and they're like i really i think i have a lot to contribute to the space program <laughs> like, i've yeah. seen a couple yeah, of those right? it would uh, at least warrant a response yeah no, yeah, yeah. there was a, there was a guy who did a did a full application or a full like resume and sent it to nasa they're they're taking applications so we should all apply funny. they're doing it There's, right now yeah, yeah it's like mid-march they're they're taking applications we should all apply to be astronauts i'd be so down i think you have to have a master's degree in, in a in a school of hard in a knocks. certain stem field it has to be a stem field and you have to have a master's degree. really my sociology degree won't get me there right fuck fuck man it's not God cool. Damn it! All right. Fine. What if I was really good at flying? Fine, I'll go to. I'll fucking go to grad I'd school. I'd be so fine. good at the space helmet. Yeah, you guys don't even know. Like, I don't know if my giant balls would fit in that spacesuit, but how much I'm willing to fly outside and do shit to the outside of that spacecraft. 
you stipulate that. You're like, you know what? I think it'd be great. But you know what? I, I can I can talk long. about my weaknesses. Yeah. You know, yeah. no, I'm 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 a I'm an honest man at heart. Uh, I don't think you guys have right. a spacesuit with the ball capacity. I might not be smart. I might not be physically fit. But I got massive balls. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys design one, just like. Two basketballs up front. <laughs> Randy Marsh wheelbarrow. <laughs> we figure that out. Maybe a space wheelbarrow. Oh, oh God. So All right, Nick, let's hear it. I think it's my turn. And this. last yeah. week, uh, uh, I guess a week ago from when we're recording this. At some point. At, at some, some point in, in, the, in the discography <laughs> of... Slightly informed. Uh, McLean did a segment called Florida Man. Yeah. Now, Florida Man's a great segment. Florida has some of the yeah, best stories in the world. Don't you ever say it isn't. Um, and, and those Do you know are, why? Why is this? Okay, so Florida has a thing. I think they're called the Sunshine Laws, where like all arrest records, all of that is public, like, public information. Public domain? Yeah. Yeah. So like most other states, that's like private until you get convicted and stuff like that. Anything Not in that Florida. happens in Florida. Yeah. So that's, that's how the Florida always... Whatever the police report says, yeah, it's exactly. going on the it's news. It's going on the record. Yeah. So they get like, Florida man beats the shit out of 19 cops while tripping <laughs> balls on LSD and meth. Like it's always Florida man because they have those laws. Like I'm sure it happens that's in Montana a combo. too. Yeah. That's a combo. I'm sure it's Better happened. than any other The combo. greatest Florida man of all time, I think, was not a man. It was a goat. Or, no, not a goat. It was a pig who drank, what was it, 18 beers and then fought a pig? Or fought fought a cow. Fought a cow. It was a, a like pig, Florida. drank 18, uh, raided a uh, campfire, stole 18 beers, we we'll do a slightly and... educational about how much animals like to get boozed up, because that's actually like a oh, real thing. That's a fun one. Yeah. yeah. There was like a moose in Alaska who would get drunk and just fuck shit up around town. I've <laughs> 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 so heard great. stories. Yeah. I, I won't say who told me the story, but I heard a story once of, uh, this was also in the 70s, but um, they- Dating yourself, McLean. What? <laughs> You're dating yourself. Yeah. <laughs> this was in the 70s. <laughs> Back in my day. Back in my day. No, uh, they entered a drinking contest, and the contest rules didn't stipulate if you had to be human. So they <laughs> <laughs> they took a cow, <laughs> and the cow beat everyone, and they won, oh, they won like a thousand bucks. It was like this big Fuck. thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. As someone who loves loopholes. <laughs> I love loopholes. That's my favorite The fact thing. that someone found that loophole yeah. makes they just, me. They just fed like yeah. 30 beers. A little to a upset. Cow, yeah. And the cow was like not even phased, I guess. Like, like the cow was like. 800 like, pound cow. Maybe stumbling a bit, but they like. Everyone else just like passed the fuck out drinking that many beers. Yeah. But the cow was fine and they won a thousand bucks. They all went drinking. All right, continue us, Nick. Sorry so, for the interruption. No, uh, I, I decided... That was a contribution. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't an interruption. I we interrupted in a positive manner. And it, it, it was constructive. Yeah. But, constructive uh, interruption. I think... Constructeruption. <laughs> that was dumb. I would say... I would say that Florida Man is the 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 yang in, in Chinese culture. Uh, and I think that the yin... The yin is also has its own um, its own downsides, yeah. because I think I think the two most far ends of the spectrum of um, you know depraved to uh, you know pious goes mm-hmm. from a scale of Florida to Utah. I could agree with that. So on Florida, on one end, you got the depravity, you got the spring break, 
you got the people tweaking out and doing crazy shit all over got the a news. Shit ton of old people, and and just a shit ton of old people uh, to be the victims of these of these Florida man news stories. Uh, the other end is Utah, where the people themselves maybe not have quite as impressive of feats as the Florida man itself, but it's made up for by the police officers, the 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 state government, the legislature, the, legislature, <laughs> yeah. the governor, yeah. teachers, <laughs> principals, your the mayor, religious lobby. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the the million things <laughs> yeah. that that Utah has shit going on crazy on. So this one is called Behind the Zion Curtain. And for those not uh, in the uh, the you know the Western United States that don't understand that reference, uh, essentially the Zion Curtain is the idea that we live under completely different laws when you're in Utah behind the curtain of uh, protection by the Mormon Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in this episode of Behind the Zion Curtain, I'm going to run you through a couple stories real quick, uh, starting out with. A cyclist claims Utah officer mistook a wave for middle finger and hit him with his car. <laughs> what? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? You can't even do that if it was a middle finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Supreme Court ruled you, yeah. can, you can flip them off. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You can flip them off, you can cuss them out, you can yeah, do whatever you, can do whatever you want. want. Yeah, yeah. Freedom of speech, bitch. One A, one A. <laughs> so, uh, according to the lawsuit, uh, the guy named Chad, unfortunately, Ch- Chad, righteous Chad, Chad switched from the south side of uh, Evergreen to the north side with the intent of riding through the green light ahead of him at 2300 East, uh, and riding on a bike path on the north side of the road. Chad rode through a crosswalk area for pedestrians, proceeded through the intersection safely. Uh, the Unified Police. Uh, stopped him at what appeared to be a red light, appearing to be waiting for Chad to cross and waved at him. Uh, the lawsuit states that Lock, uh, Lockwood, the the biker, waved back, but because of a prior accident that left him with a deformed hand, Lockwood contends the officer mistook his wave for an obscene gesture. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why would you wave back, though? If someone's waving you through an intersection, and you just like, oh, yeah, hey, 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 how's it going, How are you officer? Doing? Yeah. <laughs> That's over. So, yeah. That's you, Utah, You too. reap what you sow. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Next story. <laughs> I guess that's true, because the, the thanks is usually just a hand up. Yeah, yeah. So if you, like, had a fucked Real up hand quickly, or something. Real quickly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could be. Utah cops may soon face discipline for sexting and masturbation on duty. May soon face? <laughs> soon. Soon. They don't already face it. They may uh, soon face What you discipline. doing over there, Terry? Just jerking it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember Super Troopers? He's looking at the billboard with the girl, and he's like uh, radar gunning him, jerking off. <laughs> that happened in Utah. Oh, God. All right. <clears throat> Another good one. Utah woman pleads guilty to lewdness for being topless in her own home. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Would like the windows open and someone saw her? Like, what's this story? Even if it was, I'd still fight that in court. Like, I definitely would. I mean, it's even my if property. You're on your own property. Yeah. You can walk around in your backyard. Okay, but what if you were just like, like front, like front of your house, like front bay windows? You're just standing there, just like, standing there, like hanging dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just waving to your neighbors. Like, technically, <laughs> I, I still would fight that. I really would. I mean, you're in your own I would too. I would, I would never press, like, I would it never call sense. the cops. I, that, be like, the reason I asked hey. that question is just for some more insight. But I saw my neighbor Steve's dick. <laughs> can, can we guys come arrest him? <laughs> uh, oh, man. 
It had to be a woman who reported her. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For it sure. I can guarantee. Oh, my God. There's like no some way. Some guy calls the cops. I saw some daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It is Utah. Yeah. It is Utah. Know. It could be a that's guy. True. Yeah, yeah. It could be. Oh, that's so depressing to think about. Now, this one's a double decker here. This one's got. Ooh. This one hits you twice. So I'm going to read it in I'm two ready. parts. Utah Senate rejects anti-masturbation amendment. Okay. To oppose or to proposed abortion ban. <laughs> what? So this was so an amendment. How are those ideas, ideas connected? Idea. This was an amendment, <laughs> yeah. and they slapped on an anti. Oh my god. My amendment. What it does is to make sure that men play a part in our. <laughs> for their actions as well. <laughs> is this argument we shouldn't ban jerking it because then they might not want to do it? No. Like, I don't... The, the argument but this is, is so that we Utah should ban, saying that we should only ban men jerking. masturbate. This because is so Utah. I thought it said a proposed male masturbation law. No, Utah Senate rejects the anti... So, I mean, it got rejected, but someone proposed an anti-masturbation amendment and cited to a, a bill that was being uh, passed to ban abortion. Because basically, a feminist, a feminist saw the banning of abortion going on and decided oh, that the benefit, fe- yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. women's bodies, we can a- tell you you're not allowed to jerk it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That was her. That was her thing. Was like that's smart. Yeah. What if I tie the idea of abortion to the idea of masturbation? The idea of jerking it. So yeah, that's one more, and I saved the best for last. The best for last. Oh, God, I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> it's funny. Utah screws with me. Sex outside of marriage may soon be legal in Utah. No. <laughs> it was illegal? It's still legal right now. <laughs> it's on the state oh record books. God. The law is um, called... Oh, God. It's a misdemeanor crime called fornication. Damn. Yeah. How many misdemeanors do you have to have to make it a felony? Like, <laughs> might be a felon in Utah. Oh God, that's funny. God. And wait, wait, wait. There was really, there were some really good quotes on this as well. So I, I, I do want to go over this one real quick as well. <laughs> oh shit, I have, I have, I've been in Utah and had sex in Utah. So I have created, I've fornicated, yeah, yeah. fornicated, fornicated out of that sanctity of marriage. Uh, I'm expecting my arrest warrant very soon. Yeah, um, it's coming. But what is legally? I wish. Okay, like, is it, it? Would you be arrested for like intention to fornicate? Like, if you went up to a cop and was like, "I'm gonna fuck my girlfriend, officer," like, <laughs> I, I gotta... <laughs> intent to distribute. You mad? <laughs> you pissed, dog? You pissed? Oh god! So this is the quote um, from uh, State Representative uh, Kevin Stratton, Republican from Utah. Of he course. says, "What is legally is often far below what is morally right." And then he said, and I recognize our laws are I not... I the exact opposite. <laughs> and I recognize our laws are not strong enough to rule an immoral people. Oh, my God. <laughs> so basically, he was admitting that the law would get nothing done. This, he was like, yeah, cops cannot do anything to, br- to, it's to, a to do that. Thing. But he's like, but <laughs> it's because they're immoral and will never be moral. Oh, no. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to my uh, home state, home away from home. You this call. this segment made me a little homesick, you know. <laughs> I miss being seen as the most depraved lunatic 
sex fiend. I mean, it's not like that's a, a great drug thing about addict. Utah, you know, like alcohol. Sex, sex is already a high. But when you have sex, you're like, I'm breaking the law. Dude. You're just like, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Such a high. Dude, even harder. It's like we're in, we're in, in Colorado. We Tell me I'm a bad boy. Weed use for teenagers went down after they legalized it. Because yeah. like, it's not even fucking cool it's anymore, dude. Fun, man. This isn't even cool. Let's what do some cocaine and spray say. paint someone's fucking business, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Do we have teen pregnancy We have a chaser drops. this week, right, Nick? We, uh, I believe we do. Um... Oh, shit. Was it the thing you were going to send me? Did I not send it? Let I thought check. I did. It's in the circle. Oh, we do have it. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm going to cut all that out. Uh, <laughs> so this week's Chaser is brought to you by Reddit.com, as usual. Dot com. And it's a let's great get video. it going. Yeah, this one is just you know total <laughs> just nonsense. Just backstory, so if you're just listening, this is just a dude standing out. Someone's like sitting passenger, and he's got the door open. He's just standing outside. He's an Asian man. Giving an impression. Holding his eyes further wide open <laughs> to <laughs> give an American impression. Hey, Bobby. Look, look. I'm American. I think I'll use my credit card. <laughs> Do you guys have anything non-dairy? <laughs> anything gluten-free? <laughs> oh, I think I'll uh, use my credit card. <laughs> you guys have anything non-dairy? <laughs> That's actually like a pretty good impression. That is I don't really know. good. Not, not super, is using a credit card like super American? Like I have no idea. I haven't traveled yeah. enough globally. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty well used. Like everything everywhere. else he said, like, yeah, okay, I can get on board with that. But like, I'm going to use my credit card? Don't yeah. Most people use credit cards. Right. I don't know. Who knows? But cool, guys. Well, <laughs> I think guys. that wraps it up. Hit well, us up. Check us out. Spotify, Apple, Google, YouTube, Twitter. I'm on, I'm on Twitter now. John Arterburn on at Twitter. John Arterburn. Hit at me up. SI underscore podcasts. At a pub divided. Yeah, I haven't used that one yet, but I will. <laughs> you want to shout out yours, McLean? Not really. <laughs> At McLean Autry. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Did you hear the best part, though? He said he's not the only penis man. Florida man arrested for pulling gun on escort. She was touching everything in my house but my dick. <laughs> <laughs>